Good afternoon, everyone. It's Sally Kalen, your relationship coach. You are listening to my podcast, Relationships, the Good and the Messy. Thank you for listening in today, everyone. Welcome. I want to get straight into it today. I want to share with you some of the signs that you are with the wrong person. Now, they don't necessarily need to be abusive or antagonistic or, yeah, just the usual which would say red flag, not the one. There can be different signs that is saying this person is the wrong person. So I'm going to share with you some of the signs that you are with the wrong person. So take note. Now, these are in no particular order. So I'm just going to share them with you as I... um, Yeah, they're in no particular order. I took a note earlier on when I was taking some notes for myself and I jotted these few things down. So let's get into it. The first sign that this is probably the wrong person for you is that you communicate differently. And when you communicate your needs, nothing really changes. So it's as though you're talking, you know, Dutch and they're talking French. There is just a mismatch in your communication styles. And, you know, let's face it, communication is everything in a relationship. And when you're with someone that isn't aligned with you, there is that sort of disconnect, right, in the communication. And oftentimes, because we have a connection on a sexual level, we sort of let the obvious signs that, hey, the communication isn't there, fall fall away. We don't pay attention to it too much in the early days because, hey, the chemistry is so great. But the reality is, is it can definitely be a real sign that this is probably not the right person for you because you want to be able to just have that free flowing energy with someone, right, that you really get and they get you. And it just feels really good when you're when you're with them. The second sign um, that you're probably with the wrong person and, you know, like I said at the beginning, doesn't have to be all of this, but certainly there is this kind of push-pull, on-again, off-again type situation. And it just feels like a a drama, a never-ending cycle of chaos or, you know, just not a safe space for you necessarily. There just feels like turbulence always going on in the relationship. And again, this can be a difficult one to spot, especially if you are used to that type of energy in a relationship. Again, you know, I talk a lot about the toxic cycles. We want to end those toxic cycles, right? But if you're used to it, it can somehow, you know, you may think, oh, this is fine, you know, because when it's good, it's good. But okay, that other stuff will get better as time moves on. We all know things don't ever really get better. We just learn to adapt to it sometimes and then time moves on and then 10 years go by and we realize, oh my God, I've just wasted 10 years of my life or five years of my life, whatever it is. So if the relationship is a never-ending push-pull on again, off again, a sure sign that this is probably not the right person for you. The next sign is that you have maybe adopted not the best lifestyle habits. Like you are basically... um, maybe you always went to the gym, right? And since you've been dating this person, it's not a priority a priority anymore that your, um, you know, your healthy choices aren't as up there as they used to be because you're sort of falling into the pattern of maybe how this other person is. So you've adopted those um, 
and a healthy habits by being with this person. And I see this happening a lot, actually, like um, with clients that come to see me. And of course, I mainly coach people once once they've broken up. But oftentimes I hear them say, you know, I knew something wasn't right, you know, six months in because I used to love doing, you know, like going to the gym or doing my dance class. And but then I just stopped doing it and I, and I started fitting in and around him. And I suddenly realized I wasn't living the life that I used to. I used to go hiking every weekend before I met him and then I stopped. So, you know, it's really important to notice if things start changing. You may eat super healthy before this person comes along and they might not be so healthy. And then you sort of start, you know, letting things go a bit because, you know, you like this person and hey, it's okay. But you adopt these unhealthy habits and you suddenly become in someone else, right? And this can happen when that person isn't the best thing for you. So that's another sign that you need to pay attention to, that this person may not be um, the right person for you. The next point is you're having a lot of sex with this person, but you're not that intimate. The intimacy is lacking. So, you know, at the end of the day, sex is sex, right? We can have sex with pretty much anyone, right? But intimacy is a whole different ball game, you know. And if you're not having that intimacy um, when you're having sex, then, you know, again, it could be a sign that this is the wrong person. So really pay attention to that because a lot of people believe if they're having sex regularly, then, hey, it must be a healthy relationship. But, you know, emotionally connected sex is a whole different thing, right? And so you want to be having that emotional connection with that person. So very important point. And the next point follows on from this as as well. And I talk about this so much. And this is probably, if I was going to say one of the most important points, um, this probably would be at the top. And that is you are emotionally um, have different needs and that person is not emotionally available to you. So this one is so freaking massive. And I think when you're younger, we can let this one go more easily. But as we get older, we definitely need this more and more. Of course, it should always be there. Um, But having someone that's emotionally there with you and present and wants to be with you and, you know, in that space. If you're with someone that seems to just be there when it suits him, Um, or he's kind of like tuned out when you're sharing your emotions, Um, this is not a good sign, right? This is not a good sign because, you know, maybe you're saying, well, I'm not that emotionally um, good with my feelings as well. And, 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 you know, that's good if you can recognize that in yourself because it means that you are wanting to fix that or learn more about that. But if you are with someone that is sort of shut down to that, then this can be a problem. And I think most women... I think we do want that emotional factor, right? I mean, let's be honest. I've coached hundreds of women and I can tell you now, emotional compatibility is everything, right? I always say, you know, emotional compatibility is way more important or I wouldn't say more important, but it's as as important as chemistry. You must have the emotional compatibility. It is everything, So if you're finding that this person lacks that emotional connection with you and you're sort of talking about your feelings emotionally and he's kind of tuned out, that is 
a sign that something isn't okay and this is probably not the right person for you. The next sign is they, you know, like to have their own way on things. They like to be in charge. They like to, it's my way or no way type person. This is not a good sign. You know, it's super unhealthy when you've got someone who is running the show, so to speak, and you're falling into line because maybe, you know, you really like this person and you can see they've got good points, but you do notice that they tend to make all the decisions and you're kind of just sort of slipping in and out and working around them all the time. This is not a good sign again, right? Because healthy relationships are not, um, don't have this type of thing going on. It's an equal exchange, okay? And, you know, a partner that is selfish and wants to do things on their terms all the time, um, that is not a good thing. And it will become more and more difficult as that relationship goes on um, because like anything that's not good, it doesn't get better on its own. It starts showing itself more and more in the relationship and that's, you know, when things don't work out. The next and probably the final sign here for today is, and I will go back over some of these in a minute, um, is that you're not spending time with your family and friends like you once did. And this relationship is, you, you know that it's actually changing you to some degree. That as much as you maybe enjoy aspects of this relationship, there is a sacrifice on your part that you're not spending time with your friends. And yes, when you meet somebody, that does happen. But if their life hasn't much changed at all and you're the one who's changing everything, that is a big concern, okay? Um, because when we make changes, we want to make changes because it's bringing us better. But if you're making changes to fit in and you, that other person isn't, that's not a good sign. So I think it's really important to overall consider this. I want you to imagine um, your life with this person in the future. Try and preempt six months from now, three months, six months, two years from now, five years if you can. Just get a feeling of what this person brings to your life. Is this person adding value to your life? Is this person bringing a warm glow to your world, right? Is this person a safe place? And I will just throw that one in. As you know, I talk about safety in relationships. You know, the most important thing is to be able to feel safe in your relationships. And, you know, if, if you don't feel like you can be emotionally vulnerable and, and say what you need um, and feel heard and respected, if you feel guarded about what you're going to say, about what you're not going to say, that is another sign okay, to be very aware of that this could be the wrong person for you. And I share this because I don't want you to waste time in your life hoping and wishing that this person will become the way you want. You need to, like I say, look at the future and see, can you see how if this person stays exactly the same, 
exactly the same because you can't bank on someone's potential. Like take that out the equation. I want you to just, if this person never ever changes, so they might have good points, they might have bad points, but when you're choosing that person, you're choosing both, right? You know that they may be moody or grumpy or whatever, but oh, they can be so nice. Just take the whole package. Can you deal with that person? Is this the top value uh, relationship that you desire and want? Now, I know if we don't feel so good about ourselves and our self-worth isn't, you know, rocking high, we can think, well, I'm not sure if they are the best, but I don't think I'm the best. And, you know, that is very um, common, right? But I don't think people often sit there and analyze it in that way. And if that is you, I want you to make sure that you take those steps on healing your own self-worth because you definitely deserve to have a healthy, wonderful relationship. Go on that healing journey of working on yourself because no relationship is going to give you that self-worth anyway, right? No one can bring you anything. Um, You have to bring it to yourself first. So it's really important to, you know, get really honest and ask the tough questions for yourself. So let's just go over those points again very quickly. So communication is a problem. You are communicating your feelings, but you feel like you're not really heard and nothing ever changes after communicating your feelings. Um, The next point is it's a kind of um, a tumultuous relationship. It's in turmoil quite a lot. There's a lot of push-pull on again, off again, maybe just a lot of chaos and drama. And again, if you're used to it, it might feel like the norm, but this is not the way to go ahead, right? The next point, you may have adopted unhealthy habits because you've been with that person and you're sort of slipping into, you know, their way of doing things. And this is something that you know isn't in your best interest, but you find yourself um, doing that again, right? Um, You're having a lot of sex, but you're not having the intimacy and you know that. So whilst there may be sex, there's kind of this like lacking in the sex, which goes to the point about the emotional factor this person is not emotionally available to you in the way that you need them to be. Uh, another point that we mentioned is um, they like to do things on their terms, so have their own way, and you're always working around them. So it's primarily about them, and you're the one slotting in and fitting around, and you're fully aware of this. Um, But yeah, you're not kind of like wanting to see it maybe, um, but it's very um, something you do need to see if this is happening because, you know, at the end of the day, a relationship's a give and take situation, right? Um, And the last point I think I made was you're not spending time with your family and friends the way you once did. And whilst that can be normal to not see our friends and family so much once we're in a relationship, it's a... It's more of a sense that they're really dropping out the picture because you're sort of consumed in trying to sort of make this whole thing work. Again, it's all kind of down to you. It feels like you're doing most of the keeping it together. So I hope that's been helpful, guys. You know, I really want you to understand that one of the ways in which that you can have the greatest relationship is building that relationship with yourself first. And it's a process, right? It's a process of creating a new you. It's a process of understanding your inner trauma patterns. It's a process of, you know, building new habits every single day. 
integrating the inner child with your current self and creating this new life. But it's so, so possible. Okay, I want you to know that because I feel that so many people don't really believe that they can have it. They don't really believe it's going to be, you know, this happy ever after. Um, And the end of the day, you know, change doesn't happen in an instant. And the longer we just go on the same path with, you know, not making much change or just a bit of change here and there, the harder it is to break free because we're creatures of habit and we do what we know. And if you're always used to sort of doing things one way, you tend to stay that way. So at the end of the day, the, the best thing you can do for yourself is invest in a great coach, whether that's me or someone else, if you are wanting to really transform your relationships and create healthy love. Like I always say, stop chasing love, stop clinging so tight and let it find you. And I can definitely help you with that. If um, you would like to coach with me, please go to my Instagram where in the link tree, there are all my contacts where you can contact me grab your free guided meditation, get on my email list, go and listen to more podcasts, go to my website, um, come and say hi on Instagram, but let's connect. And if you would like more about my programs, definitely reach out. Um, So I'm going to love you and leave you guys. I hope that's been super helpful. Please share these podcasts um, and please let me know if this was helpful for you because I absolutely love hearing from you. And I would love you to write a review if you could as well. That would be amazing as my it will move up through the ranks. Um, So I'm sending you lots of love, guys. And I'll be back in a couple of days with a new podcast. Take care, guys.